joy of going live, man. I got to see what phase has. Did a bit of a sliding tackle on there, it read up high. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Foxes Never Quit podcast. This is a fan-run podcast about Leicester City Football Club. You can find us on Acast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Podcaster, Samsung Podcasts, Deezer and GeoSarvan. Not sure what GeoSarvan is, but we are on it. And of course, you can find all of our things at reddit.com forward slash r forward slash lcfc and reddit.com forward slash r forward slash lcfc women. Hello and welcome to Foxes Never Quit Talking. I am here with Madlock again. Oh, hello. And this is a bit of a milestone episode. We've now hit our 20th episode. Hasn't that flown by? The roller coaster we've been in only 20 episodes. And are you too distracted editing the sheet, editing the agenda? No, I was, I was, I was purposely messing with you. I can hear you. I'm such a child. I'm so sorry. I have way too much fun doing that. Oh, back in the room. So yeah, no, um, no, um. So do you want to? You should cut into it, or do you want to redo no, that? Let's just carry on. Was a carry on, yeah. So I, I was, I was reminding my learned colleague here to, to remember to introduce me. Not that I am petty nor silly, and made uh, the text in our notes thirty font thirty two and bright red and bold. Um. Anyway, so yeah. No, I was at the Newport, uh, New, uh, Newport County game. I will get it out of my mouth. Newport County game. Really, it just nice. It was. I was never. I was at completely at ease. There was never, there was no franticness. It didn't feel like a banana skin. We were there, and I mean, it was quite a strong side, though. I mean, we weren't mucking about, were we? We were, we came in there like that was quite. I was far more serious. I mean, when we were talking about it, we thought, oh, we're going to play the youth team. We're going to do this. No, no, no. We had like you know, Vardy and everything. Yeah, I mean, although we did put Baybrook on at some point, if I remember right, I remember you saying you'd like to see Baybrook play. Yeah, and he he looked promising. I can. Yeah, I can. I can see he's definitely going for the Modric look. I can. He's definitely a, a leaned into that. Um, if he plays as well as him, one can pray. But um, you know, he looks really promising. Uh, he looked confident. He didn't look out of place. He is quite sh- small though, but I don't know how old he is. But yeah, no, he's um no, he he, he was really good. Um, but he came in in the last ten minutes, I think ten fifteen minutes, and you know we just went three up, and he went came on shortly, and it, it was a good moment. I think it was a good moment for the club. You know, we had what Barnes. Thomas and him on there, so yeah, three three products, and uh, yeah, that was it was great to see it. Really, I was, uh, you know, yeah, I think everyone was. It was a bit of a weird. It was the first time I've been to the stadium. It's not been very full. Um, obviously, it was just very partly full. It was a school night against Newport again. No, no, no nothing offensive against Newport, but it won't draw the crowds. Maybe some other teams would. Yeah, they're not exactly a high flying team in the league. No, I mean, maybe. Second. I say maybe a lot of people figured we'd probably playing the reserve team and didn't bother going to see the reserves. Maybe if they knew we'd play a lot of our first team, they'd have shown up. Although we did play Iverson in Golden. Yeah, and I think Iverson will be a cup keeper. I think the complications, as we've kind of alluded to before, with Ward was that Schmeichel's also the captain. But um, yeah. that would be a topic I'm going to bring up later about uh, our current captain. But um, yeah, it's. Um, 
you know, obviously, and he was there, Mr. Johnny Evans, he, he played, and I thought that would be a prelude to him playing at West Ham, but like I said, we'll cover that in the West Ham away section, but yeah, good game, um, really disappointing, it was the, the James Justin's thing, I saw, I was, I was, I had eyes straight on him, and it seemed so innocuous, you know, he yeah, kind of <clears> slipped, <throat> and it didn't, I was really surprised when it was like, I thought he's like, oh, I've just kind of stretched it, and I don't really want to risk it, he, he was saying then the stretcher, it was, I, I, if you had said right as that happened, that's going to end up in a stretcher, I would have, I would have probably laughed. But yeah, no, he um really horrible was just, and with days to go as well, he would have definitely been in with a shot of the England mm. team. Oh yeah, definitely, especially because you know we've been struggling, struggling to get fullbacks fit for the England team, haven't we? Yeah, I mean uh, Walker's I just about been... made it. Reese James didn't quite make the cut. Yeah, it's been, yeah, it's quite competitive fullbacks in, in England as well, and. Maybe controversially, Trent Alexander-Arnold went. Um, mm. He's a bit of a Marmite character when it comes to being a right back. He's very good going forward. There are some question marks around him going back. Hopefully, for yeah. back three though, you'd kind of be comfortable with that. But you know, Southgate likes everyone to be able to do both, doesn't he? He wants everyone to be able to do a defensive shift as well as their day job. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, we scored three. Uh, James Justin before he ruptured his Achilles tendon, um, he scored a lovely goal off his left foot. He did. It was very much the left-footed version of that goal he did against Brentford during our uh, famous FA Cup run. Kind of came in, put it across the keeper just outside the box. Beautiful goal. Absolutely stunning goal. Um, and two goals by Vardy. Yeah. Um, um, so you may expect not... him to score against this kind of opposition, I guess, don't you? Also, um, obviously, I, I do wonder when fan, away fans will learn. Just don't chat shit about his wife. So... <laughs> Um, if you would, if you didn't see it, or if it wasn't didn't come through the highlights or anything, um, they very much were trying to wind up Vardy every time. So he missed, I think, or it was blocked, and they were saying your wife is a grouse. You know, a very common uh, chant, chant to him, and he um, very much relished in it afterwards. I think he, he definitely turned it up to eleven a bit there, and um, yeah, when he celebrated the goals, he made a very much a bit distinct point to go up to that area of the fans and uh, bow to them and all and and all sorts. They were very quiet towards the end, needless to say. But it is a bit like everyone's murmured around me when it's like when he scores. Like, yeah, well, that's him now. Uh, him guaranteed to score at some point tonight. <laughs> you know how a few weeks ago we were talking about um, Erling Haaland would be a great addition to a Monstars team if we remade Space Jam with football. Yeah, Vardy would, make a, Vardy would be brilliant on that team, wouldn't he? What the Monstars or Bugs Bunny? I think because he, he, all right, he's. He, for us, obviously, less fans. He's like the cult hero. Yeah, but he's very happy to go to the other fans and play the villain as well. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. Yeah, um, and I think that would stand him very well if he wants to have a career. Do a Vinnie Jones essentially. I would. I would love to see Jamie Vardy do a Vinnie Jones. I don't. He seems too too shy um, of a character, which is I know seems really strange given his sort of persona but every time he's interviewed he's very he's very quiet i find surprisingly so given like i said given his sort of more entertainer role on the pitch i think he's very much i don't know he could be quite a character it'd be i'd love to see it though him be vinnie jones weirdly you remind me i just saw a highlight reel that featured vinnie jones going into goal at some point oh yeah i've seen that he didn't he didn't acquit himself too badly either if i remember no it was a good run of it yeah i I can't remember Harry Kane did. Harry Kane got fingers on that ball, but yeah, that was a that was a strange match. I mean, 
I mean, we're kind of going completely off the rails, but yeah, that was a strange match where yeah, he went in because he started life as a keeper, didn't he? Maybe. Yeah, he kind of I did the know. opposite of what a lot of people what? did. No, he did. He started life yeah. as a keeper, and now yeah, obviously he's gone striker. Where most people like ever wanted to be a striker and then end up like, well, you're not a particularly athletic kid, so you're going to goal, like, or whatever, or you just you know don't necessarily have the knack to be an outfield player. Um, but yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah. yeah. So he he put the shirt he put, he put the shirt on and the gloves. He got fingers on the free kick, and they conceded one goal in a five-one win somewhere in Europe. I can't even remember. Yeah, well, if I remember the goal he conceded wasn't great. Um, no, he but, I don't. He very much wasn't. Uh, yeah, hadn't done that in a while, I suspect. But yes, um, should we talk a little bit about James Trustin? I'm not sure how much there is to say, uh, as he's missed quite a lot of play in the past couple of years with with uh, was it um, an ACL last time wasn't it ACL yeah I mean there's something to be said about injuries uh, you know at our club I mean shoulda coulda woulda but if we hadn't had the injury crisis you know that we've had Mm. would we be in our current position would we have been high flying again in Europa or something but yeah again shoulda coulda woulda but he's really he seems to be him and you know Ricardo yeah it seems Ricardo every time he comes back from injury gets injured again really quickly afterwards do you think it's maybe like a Highlander thing? There can only be one particularly good. Well, now we have neither of them. Um, no, but he's he's destined. He, he's a earmarked to come back in about January, isn't he? Is, is Ricardo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which at least we'll be need because yeah. we're short. Well, the thing is, we can I think take James Justin out of the squad for the second half of the season. Yeah, no, realistically, because yeah. it takes about they say six months to get back to fitness once you've had surgery. I don't know when yeah. the surgery's happened yet. Um, um, I imagine soon, if not. Yeah, but... yeah, I imagine it'll happen over the break. But even then, a lot of players, you know, ruptured Achilles, it's something a lot of players just never really recover from. No, it's... Yeah, it's... It is really strange, because he's been such a revelation. I mean, and we got him for such a bargain as well. You know, not that that really mm. should be a matter, but he, he, you know, he what, three million from Luton? Absolute steal, you know, and he's been amazing. Yeah. And he's, he's been critical, you know, he said he's... He scores these brilliant goals. He's very much what we want to see. And he's, 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 he's lightning quick. He's one of the few people I've seen be able to keep pace with Song. So, you know, he, yeah, it's a big it's a big hit for us. He's like a £30 million player, at least, um, for us. Yeah. And, you know, he really... He, 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 I don't know if he would have gotten into the squad, but he definitely which would have been in the provisional for England. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he played, he's played for England this year. He has, yeah. He's, he got an opportunity. I don't think he got much, but he... To get an opportunity, he went to the camp and everything. But yeah, no, just really, but um, really controlled game. You know, there were one or two moments. Iverson um made a couple of critical saves. There was one that sort of hit the, the post, kind of did the work for us. Uh, and yeah, Evans looked like he was on good form. But no, it was yeah, no, it was a good, it was a good overall team performance, which seems to be a recent theme. It's a nice theme to talk about, as opposed to mm. you know, will he, will, will he go? Will he, you know, will he stay? Will he, will we ever? see a clean sheet again and now we've seen what five and six or something uh yeah we've seen we've seen quite a lot um absolutely we're, we're starting to get worryingly used to them um, it. It, we'll get the, <laughs> the the world cup has kind of come at the worst time for us we really could have yeah yeah if we could have kept that momentum going through december we could have really been laughing i, I think harvey barnes says as much in his post-match interview for the west ham match which we'll talk about in a moment yes. just before we talk about that um i'll just say the next match for the first team is, in fact, the fourth round of the Carabao Cup. 
where we drew Milton Keynes Dons away. Uh, it's the fourth round, 16 teams left. It's going to be played on the 20th or the 21st of December. So that's only a few days after the World Cup final. Um, we are away. It, it's. I think. I think it'll still be another strong side. I think, especially with a lot of teams, I think there'll be a lot of banana skins that round, and including us. You know, I think we shouldn't go too complacent against MK Dons. There's yeah. an expectation, but we've been taken out by you know lower tier teams. <laughs> we, yes, I mean um, MK Dons. They beat Morecambe in the last round, and who did they play in round one? Watford in round one. So yeah, I mean. Sorry, so they, they definitely got something about them. Um, and, yeah, we, we just need to be mindful. But, yeah, I think we'll probably put our strong side. I don't think, obviously, Madison will be there. I think we'll probably be missing a Marseille and all the, all the Belgian players. And that'd be, <laughs> the Belgian players are very good. That contingent is definitely going to hit us the hardest. Um, so <laughs> yes. Uh, unless Belgium, I don't wish anything ill, but if they do get knocked out early, I will breathe a little easier. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah. The thing is, some of the big... I mean, at least one big team is going out in this next round because Man City drew Liverpool yes I mean that I mean that will that's yeah I mean that's going to be potentially I don't want to assume I don't like assuming but it could potentially be the the, the decider and Liverpool yeah are in a bit of a weird mixed bag of things but they do they they just find some extra second wind when it comes to Man City it seems and I can you know the one thing we can assume is that one of those teams isn't making the quarterfinals no, uh, and that'd be huge. But I guarantee it, Man City will go through and we'll get Man City in the quarterfinals. This yeah. is the way it works. We have gotten Man City in the quarterfinals, what, three out of the last five years or something? At least twice. I guess we'll have to wait till the draw happens, probably on like the 23rd of December. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. and I'm probably getting a little ahead of myself. But yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, there's a real opportunity. I mean, if we want, you know, again, not to jump in on ourselves, but League Cup could be a really interesting unexpected route to, to European football which isn't something I would have yeah. it's not been in my considerations in the slightest and it's been a while since we won it and hey Brentford gave us a really good model for how to beat Man City right absolutely yeah. they're not going to be able to work on like how to defend that because all their players are going to the World Cup right the only player in their starting 11 for that game not at the World Cup is Erling Haaland who by the way didn't score um, <laughs> did he? It was a 2-1 oh, win. Was it Holland got the goal or not? I can't. Anyway, um, there's an interesting article I read today about how Brentford have said, set up, like, here is the system to beat this Man City team. Other teams can do it too. Just saying. Yeah, um, no, well, I, we've done it. We've, you know, that 5-3 that win showed it. We have it. done it. Haven't we, done it for a while, but we've done it. But I, that also then elicited... So we did that, we beat them, and then the, in the reverse fixture... We've set a record for the longest time without possession for what I think was <laughs> something like over like 12, 13 minutes without not a touch on the ball. So my advice uh, to Brentford is they're going to want to put on their big boy pants in that reverse. I think Man City will be... <laughs> yeah, they'll yeah. come back looking for uh, vengeance. Anyway, yeah. let's, let's move on to talk about West Ham, that West Ham mm. game. Now, I distinctly remember the both of us saying that it would be a 2-1 victory for us. Although I did, I'm going to take partial credit for the prediction, saying they'll probably win 2-0 now just to spite me for saying we won't keep a clean sheet. Yes, I forgot about that. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, and you were right. It's like, I think, I think you've won a prediction. Oh, my God. I, I don't think I can really count that as a win. I think that's like partial credit, maybe. All right, we'll give it the part. I mean, it's the closest that's, any of us have gotten. So it's like a C-minus grade. <laughs> 
<laughs> on the prediction. I think we're going to have to keep predicting we don't get clean sheets because I have to admit, I keep yeah. getting this inkling that we won't, that we're not going to get it, and we keep doing it. Um, but yeah, West Ham away, brilliant game. Um, yeah, they have been a bit of a bogey team for us lately as well. I feel we weren't we weren't out muscled. Um, what phase looked a lot more comfortable than Soyuncu did. Yeah, um, against them, but also like Antonio, I think came on later, didn't he? He didn't start, and he's half of. He used to be half a headache. I don't really know what's going on at West Ham. They're sort mm. of all over the shop at the minute, aren't they? Where and they don't they seem to be struggling balancing European football with. Um... Yeah, uh, that could be it. They've been in Europe for the last few years running, so who knows? Um, yeah, I mean, we started off with a lovely James Madison goal. Oh, yeah, um, I mean, well worked by the team, wasn't it? And just yeah, sh- sly ruled through the through the box, and yeah, Madison just did yeah. what he does. Although I have the feeling Daka was was trying to shoot and missed <laughs> missed the ball. Oh, oh dear! Um, I... But Harvey Barnes run to kind of get in the bo- in the box and drive it forward and create that threat. Absolutely brilliant. The, the, I noticed the West Ham players tried to muscle him off the ball, couldn't. And it created space for Dewsbury Hall, just slot it across the box, and Madison knows where he's got to be. What yeah. more can you say? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And, and 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 Madison's starting to do that thing we were talking about, about having that right winger, and he is now stretching out. He's almost... I don't want to tempt fate or say anything, but he's almost kind of turning into a bit of maybe a Marez replacement. That sort of touch, the creativity, the yeah. sort of shots into... It, it's, I'm starting to think maybe... You know, Amores replacement's been here all along, and having a beef in where he was like, "I'm, I'm a number ten, actually." Now we're doing this whole four three three. You know, actually, is is he is he now that replacement? You know, he's, he's starting to show it, and he's even going to England. You know, England as a forward, not as a midfielder. Yeah, I noticed that. Um, it's hard to say exactly where I'll be playing. I'll be playing number twenty, wearing the number twenty five shirt. I um, think he'll be on the right yeah. wing. I think he'll do what he does for us. On that right side, because possibly I mean, we'll talk I, about that in a bit. Um, I of think. course, yeah. Sorry, I, I, I'm excited. It's fine. Yeah, I know. I've been excited about it too. Um, I'm trying to keep myself on topic is is tough. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was good. I mean, he did go down injured around 20 minutes in. I say injured. Um, I, I I'm going to say that if it wasn't the last game before the World Cup, he'd have just had a bit of magic sponge and carried on going. Oh, we don't still do magic sponge, do we? <laughs> Um, so the magic sponge is is real. Um, it's not really I magic. Know it is. Obviously. I know, but yeah. But it's it's if you get some cramp, and I think it's just hot water, right? Is it? All right. Yeah, it's hot water eases cramps. So if you've got cramp, a bit of magic sponge just yeah. just just takes the cramp away. And I think there's a bunch of other injuries where, like, if it's really stinging, it takes the sting off, basically. So if you've All just right. got a bit of a cut. It, it's just very old school. I remember seeing when I was younger. I don't. I haven't really seen it in yeah. in action for a while. The, the magic sponge. No, but I know you. It's that. a it's a thing in multiplayer football match. So no, I, I don't believe... actually play. I just see there's you can t- enable a certain number of magic sponges, which is just whatever injury this player has. Now they're at full fitness. <laughs> My Amazing. star defender broke their leg. Nope. <laughs> magic sponge. Yeah. Fantastic. I wish we could do with a few of those, couldn't we? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yes, so the, there was that. I saw Danny Ward made a couple of good saves as well. I wanted to say, you know, obviously, you, we've kind of been standing for Danny Ward, haven't we? Um, maybe partly as keeping yeah. Martin, but also just 
I do think, even if there was frustrations with him, I think if you're going to do it, you have to be really careful because if you say this person who's been waiting years to be number one, that actually after yeah. only four or five or whatever, you know, a few weeks, you, you're now being canned, that's, I mean, you're not coming back. Yeah, yeah. Mentally, you're not coming back from that. You'd have to be quite a character to to pull yeah. that off. I mean, we've, uh, we've both been defenders of his, some would say apologists for him. Um, a little bit, but, but I think you know we've been vindicated too. So no, and absolutely, not. I think what's really interesting is because I do think because a lot of the argument we were putting forward is also it's a defense thing, and I mean Ward yeah. was kind of left at the mercy of people, wasn't he? Left at the mercy of Song, and then you know, yeah, um, it was one of those place. things. It was one of those things that people posted the like the XG stopped stats, and part of me was always thinking we faced so many shots though. I wonder if you like divide that. So it's instead of just doing straight expected goals stopped, if you do expected goals stopped per shot faced, I think it might give a better um, indication. But you, I, I mean, no, absolutely. But I mean, it's, it's just watching the game. I mean, I think it's more qualitative than quantitative, isn't it? it you is, watch, yeah. you can see, you can see that the defenses and shambles are not working together. Yeah, um, you can and, see he's a lot more confident in his defense as well. Absolutely, he's 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 definitely the Danny Ward I remember from League Cup games when he yeah. when we used to play under Puel and he used to be very strong about making sure he got cup time, didn't he? But um, but also, and this leads to another point: do is Evans now more of what Morgan was back? Is he more of a dressing so. room captain than a on pitch captain? I think it, he has to be surely, because otherwise he'd have played in this game surely. I mean, Rogers did comment on it, but I do think we're now having to establish that Amate. You know, I've been, you know, you know, just to just to bounce the books, I've been quite harsh on Amate. You know, I find mm-hmm. I do find some of his passes still quite loose, but it just yeah. seems to work now. He seems to, you know, what phase has that kind of cool, calm energy that Evans used to have, and Amate has kind of got that sort of, which is ironic given that the age is the other way around. But this time, <laughs> like, um, but, you know, you, you've got. It seems to complement each other in some sort of yin and yang kind of way that that just yeah, works, yeah. and it, and that that in in front of you know those two now in front of Ward feel a lot more comfortable now. It, I, it occurs to me thinking about it now that uh, when we're defensively at our best, we always have like a good yin yang of kind of aggressive defender and intelligent defender. Yeah, um, I'm using those terms somewhat. Um, you know, yeah, com- yeah. somewhat comparatively as well, because like honestly, Leicester City's least intelligent defender is a lot more of an intelligent defender than me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> than or then uh, you know, you're even like a good, like a good non-league footballer, right? Yes. You know, when when we say an intelligent defender, the other one's definitely not stupid. <laughs> but no, but but there's yeah, you... one who's the brains, and there's one who's the the aggression and they when we get that balance right our defense is at its best absolutely you kind of get that kind of cover of stopper sort of yeah yeah someone who yeah but they, they just and they work well together uh, as a unit and like i said i don't have a go for they have to be our back line when we come back against um, yeah maybe not necessarily mk dons but the first league match because they'll both be in the world cup so i'll be curious if the back line will be for that match but um <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah. Come back against our first league matches against. Oh, I've completely slipped my mind who we're playing right afterwards. I think it's Newcastle. Yes, it is. Yes, and yeah. I, I have a personal want for us to win this. I don't care if it's yeah. scrappy. I'm just a I bit do sick not of Newcastle. 
I do not want Newcastle to make Champions League because everyone's been saying they've been if they make Champions League with the amount of money they have they'll basically just be able to buy whatever team they want and oh yeah no I mean it'll be it'll unfurl and basically one of the top six will be pushed out yeah and and weirdly that's looking like Liverpool but that could be a whole conversation in its own right last year we just said that's definitely going to be Arsenal but um Arsenal look like they're going nowhere from the top six at the moment no no they well I don't know I I, someone was I work with quite a few Arsenal fans I used to I've just changed jobs uh prior to this recording this but um yeah a lot of them are very excited but I did sort of mention last time they were top around Christmas um lest they end up winning the league so let's just (laughs) So just, so just... <laughs> I like the way you think. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was like either New Year's Day or Boxing Day or something. They were top of the league for a, for a short bit, and they, they that was the year they, we, drew they us, smashed they? us five one as well. They did the double over us the year we won the league. I was living with an Arsenal fan that year. He was so pissed off. Yeah. Um, Anyway, we, we, yeah, we should talk about this match. Other key incidents. So, yeah, Danny Ward made some good saves. I thought his stop off that high looping header was deceptively hard to make. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that, that wasn't, yeah, that was, that would have been difficult to do. Yeah, he, he, he did a really good number. There's a couple, there's a couple of shots. He faced quite a lot of shots. You know, not just mm. to take away from West Ham. They, they came, they just didn't produce anything of quality but they did they kind of relied on numbers as opposed to quality didn't they yeah 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 I got the feeling uh, their players weren't entirely at the races although David Moyes seemed to say they had a good performance after the game and it wasn't their day which mm, I'm not sure he was right um, uh, it felt like they felt like it, it almost felt well once they went behind again this is it because we can start scoring early we put ourselves in a really yeah. good position and once they it stretches the game to what we love so we want to Open it up, we can open it, but we st- we start dictating terms with that opening goal, and I think yeah, that almost they, seems to be the strategy at the minute, doesn't it? They never really figured out how to get it back. Uh, yeah, it's one thing on this run of good form. Mm. I think the only game we've been behind in is the Man City game. Yes, yeah, that's the only um, time we've been behind here. And can't remember who we lost to. There's a loss right after the Nottingham Forest game. I want to say that was, was Bournemouth. That Bournemouth. That was Bournemouth. Yeah, we, we it, that was a kind of a. Unfortunately, that was a regression which made it. I think that that was the low. That was the lowest of the low because we did this amazing performance against Forest and then just yeah, yeah, very frustrating yeah. game afterwards because it was just like oh god, we're, we're back again. But you know? apart from those two games, even against Bournemouth, we didn't go behind until quite late in the game. No. I think they took it quite late. That Man City game is the only game we've gone behind, and to be fair, we handled it very well. But I would be really curious to see how we do if we don't get that first goal if the other team starts first that could be a place where we come a little bit unstuck maybe I hope not obviously I don't I think no, I've got a little more kind of, apparently um, Lars Knudsen the new um, set piece uh, fella, he, he, um, coach even um, he's been apparently quite critical there was something I read but I haven't read the details yet it was on sort of my to read list uh, for ah. lunch but yeah he, he apparently Rogers is Okay, so I do think he's he's it's definitely been a marked difference since he's joined. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, even on set pieces, I've like I've completely forgotten about the corners. Thing. Commentators haven't they like to bring it up as I much know. as I'm so bored of it. It was like in them uh, in their preseason match day notes, so they haven't got round to updating them. Yeah, just sod it. It's less um, that they can't do corners. I'm saying that though, let people think that because clearly we can. Oh, yeah. You know what though, with Ward and just to just to kind of keep singing his praises. He he makes me feel a lot more comfortable on corners than Schmeichel ever did. Schmeichel, yeah, 
he could deal with chaos in the box, penalties, anything that was on the line. But as soon as it was aerial, he was a very flat-footed keeper sometimes. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah he kind of one let his centre-backs deal with it. He did. I think he used to rely too much on Morgan and Hoof. Uh, yeah. Early doors in the Premier League, at least. And Which, to be fair, you get away with when it's Morgan and Hoos. Yeah, <laughs> that's prime. Absolutely, absolute units in the box. And yeah, I think he relied too much on that. Um, and even then, you know, Harry Maguire, arguably, you know, he did a, you know, Harry Maguire almost was always first to who I don't know if I should bring it up now, but he is available, or on at least it is I, heavily rumored he's available. I've like, seen... obviously with a pinch of salt, but yeah, it's kind of a, the bottom tier rumors I've seen say that. We can, in theory, pick him up for twenty-six million quid. Which, if that's true, and his wages aren't obscene, eh, I, I wouldn't object to that. He was good for us. I think. I think he would do better in an environment like ours. I think. Yeah. I've, I've, well, uh, no one right. seems to do well in the Manchester United environment. To be fair, so well, no, think... not even Ronaldo. Apparently, he's he, he's a he's a man suffering in silence. I think Ronaldo might be part <laughs> of the problem. Um, yeah, but... No, that was our own personal um, homelander in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. Um, someone who didn't have such a good game, I felt Tielemann missed a penalty. Uh, yeah, it was and... very. He just seemed out of whack, didn't he? I watched the when I watched the highlights. I unfortunately I, I couldn't watch the game as it happened. I, I was in Manchester most of the weekend mm. um, for an event, so I was like out all day. Had like an hour in the hotel room to catch match of the day. Yeah, um, he missed the penalty, and people the commentators were saying, "Well, he's you know it's he scored a penalty against Tottenham." Forgetting that that actually got retaken because the first one was saved. Mm-hmm. And Lloris was deemed to come off his line, wasn't he? Yeah, and to be fair, Lloris did. But it's one of those ones where I look at I looked at it and it's like he does exactly the same penalty every time. Have you noticed? He does, and I'm not necessarily against that. I don't like it when people when pe- when penalty takers play silly buggers. Um with- Oh yeah, don't play silly buggers. But if you look, the goalkeeper he strongly knows, yeah. he, he he'd gone and dived because he knew exactly where that penalty was going. I was kind of a bit surprised we didn't let Daka take it, but I mean, I yeah. was really worried when we didn't get that because that that two 0 that really could have sealed it. But also, mm-hmm. you could also, you know, counter my own argument here with actually, you kind of get two 0 up, you get a little too comfortable. So having that one nil, and they do us. say it's the most dangerous lead to have, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, I I'm not huge. I've never been hugely confident of Tielemans as a penalty taker. I'm not entirely sure why he cons- con- consistently takes our penalties when Vardy's not there. Or even I... when Vardy's not there. So Mares also always seems to be the penalty taker, and he's not. A- he seems to miss a lot of them too. He, I oh God, yeah, they're still. I think that one against Liverpool still is, is said to be catching up to fucking Voyager. Um, yeah, he's not a great. <laughs> He, the thing is, I don't know why they keep doing it. Most Leicester players will be like, all right, well, he's going to miss this. And it, lo and behold, he does. Um, he was not good for us either. But um, yeah, I don't know. I do think, and I suggest, this might be from international competition. This is my sort of conspiracy theory. He is, come on, he's looking at De Bruyne and looking to take the crown, isn't he? I mean, not to hark back to the to that game, but like they looked a bit uncomfortable on those. Because I mean, De Bruyne really came for us. That match. Yeah. I don't know what he. I don't know what was in his cereal this morning, but I don't think it was milk. He, he was. He was really after blood, and like he he, he got Tielemans. He is countryman, not that long before the World Cup. I mean, I suspect there's a little rivalry there, 
and Maybe. Yeah, De, Bruyne, De Bruyne is the, the penalty taker. So De, he wants to be a number eight who does everything like De Bruyne. He, come on, he, he's looking to take the crown, isn't he? So I think that yeah. might be why. That's my conspiracy theory. Maybe I, I a big. I think we should mix up penalty takers a bit, or Telemans needs to like get start to get a repertoire of penalties, so he can go left or he can go right. Yeah, or that he needs to do the Harry Kane thing. Where he just top bottom, you know, top corner, super hard. Or I mean, Scafardi does it bottom left hard every time. Oh, yeah, yeah, he does power, unsavable bits. Yeah, yeah, he just power and wide. Um, yeah, which is what Tillman looks like he's doing, but he just does it that he just he's just that too neatly away from it. He just needs to almost take it a little bit further out, doesn't he? And he would have been a bit better, but shoulda, coulda, woulda. What thankfully weren't reliant on that penalty. Very annoying. Yeah. And um, Harvey Barnes got the second goal for us anyway. And what a he lovely likes, goal it was too. It was. He's, he's scoring fantastic goals, but he, he likes a goal against... He's, he's funny. He seems to have favourites. West Ham and Leeds, for whatever reason. Yeah. And um, I wonder if it's because they're quite physical. I find that when Barnes is in more physical matches, he seems to just find his extra gear or something. Yeah. And it's been alluded to that he apparently kind of... The more annoyed he gets, the, the more focused he gets, I guess. I don't know. Seems to be something around that. I couldn't believe that. But yeah, it was what a pass by Perez, who, by the way, had a good game. He did. You know, <laughs> I, absolutely. Yeah. No. He he it was an inspired. It was it, it actually it gave me kind of goosebumps of um um you know of the FA Cup that you know. Yeah, it was that, such that a gorgeous pass. And the goalkeeper probably shouldn't have charged out, but I mean. He did, and and it, see, this is the this is the kind of opportunity I can picture Barnes a year or two, or even earlier this season, missing, hitting straight at the keeper, trying to dink over and putting it wide. But no, just sl- slip it under the keeper. Thank you. Good night. No, fantastic. It's very. I, we feel and like I think the confidence is so good that it sometimes it feels just quite professional. Like, yeah, it's very yeah. It's, professional is a kind of phrase that comes to mind watching you know the games I've seen live and that and even against Man City when we lost very professional very you know and we just yeah we're flowing as a team and Rodgers has gotten it right and you know it gives me confidence maybe not for this season but next season a bit more investment which we look like we're going to be getting in January and a bit more investment in the following summer with what's probably going to be a big turnover of players in general Um, I'm excited I'm excited to see what Rodgers will do with a bit of a new wave and stuff so I'm definitely leaping ahead of myself do you think we can push for Europe this year I think it's very slim let's let's talk let's get into the top of the table then I'll I'll ask the E word otherwise I'd rather not get myself worked up like I said when people were talking about oh we're getting Champions League I didn't I never wanted to say anything I I had a friend who was a you know West Ham or he's a West Ham fan and he was like playing the anthem like I wouldn't mm mm-mm Something. Yeah, yeah. From... Well, especially after the, the last few years. But yeah, um, yeah. You, I mean, you could probably get, but we're not less than. And then, lo and behold, they fell out of it. So you know, we'll have to see. Yeah. Can I say one of my favourite things about the Perez pass, by the way, mm. is if you watch Jamie Vardy's sort of body language on it. Now, I'm very much sort of interpreting his body language, so I have no idea if this was what he was actually feeling or he's actually saying. This is just like how I thought it looked, right? Mm. But Vardy, I think, was calling for the ball to his feet, and right. and Barnes runs past, and the, the, that beautiful pass goes through, and you kind of 
for a moment, Vardy's going, what are you doing? Sees Barnes getting through to the ball and then turns back and goes, I see what you're doing. Luckily, Vardy, for, for his many attributes, doesn't seem to be a very jealous... I mean, actually, that was the only one of the frustrating points of Newport. There was like one time where he, he probably felt like he should have scored, but he tried to give it to someone else to make sure it was a sure thing, and it just kind of went a bit wrong. But yeah, he... he yeah. I, but I... He definitely was a man on a mission. His his speed isn't quite there anymore. I noticed that during Newport as well. Uh, you know, that's fair. You know, he is not too dissimilar in age to myself. Yeah, he's mid thirties, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for that. Uh, no. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm I'm thirty five. You know, I I know how it is to lose a <laughs> lose a few yards. I I used to be one of the fastest people in my school over a hundred meters. Oh wow! Fair, fair play. Um, now not so much. <laughs> That's fair, but no, yeah, I, I could see that. I hadn't really thought about it, but they both were going for it. And Barnes was, yeah, definitely had that yard extra in him, didn't he? Um, to get to that ball, and yeah, it was just fantastic goal of really good vision from Prez. You know, it's good. It's good to see Prez. Prez is a bit of a funny one. He kind of he never starts well but when he plays with us he does can do quite amazing things but he does seem to be quite he's very much an impact sub which i don't know if that's what you'd want to be but he he is kind of a good one to have in the back mm-hmm. pocket isn't he he can just you know do those things he's quite good at getting into the working into the box as well but um with madison i mean he's yeah he's gonna struggle for that yeah um yeah but he yeah good just good game really professional wards you know i think defense because you know it there was a few holes um that came through, but again, Ward was able to deal with him quite effectively, and yeah, really happy. And yeah, like you said, it, you know, we didn't win, we haven't won against West Ham for like three or four games now, three mm. or four league games um, across the season, so you know, it's good to see us beat West Ham for the first time, yeah, since I think 2020 or 2021, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, and that was weirdly with our B team with West Morgan starting. Uh, oh. Ian Nacho got a really weird goal where he basically was just, as you so eloquently put it, he just fries off chaos, doesn't he? He just he gets in the yeah, box he does. And if there's chaos, he somehow just knows how to be in the right spot. I don't know if he's just some sort of low key Loki or whatever. <laughs> he's yeah, he, you're right. He's the he's the prince of chaos, and he he just fried in it. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Um. Shall we? Uh. So yeah, we want that two nil win. Leaves us looking what fourteenth in the table, aren't we? Thirteenth, he says. Thirteenth, yeah, lucky number thirteen. Um, yeah, thirteenth. We were twelfth, and then Aston Villa managed to pull out the bag quite irritatingly. We were fourteenth before the game. That's what. Yeah, but I mean, we're now five points above the drop, aren't we? So I mean, that that's crazy when you think it's thirteenth. You know, usually, especially coming into the Christmas run, that's usually when you start kind of breaking between the two, don't you? How about if I put it in these terms? We are now nearer the European spots than the drop. Yeah, yeah, which is, again, just shows how stretched the table is this season. Yeah. Um, and let's talk a little about, bit about uh, the World Cup, because we've oh, got that, seven, that little, players, <laughs> seven players called up. Um, so yeah. I'm not sure what to do this. So, um, well, it's sort of always like Daniel Amati's played regularly for Ghana. Has been called up for Ghana. Um, he, that was quite fortunate because he had a bit of a poor spell for a while, and I think there was some frustration with him at back home, um, if I remember rightly, with the with the uh, with Ghana. Um, but yeah, it seems to have all squashed over, and he's obviously shown himself quite well, hasn't he? 
in 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 the league, so he's 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 got himself in. I can't think of any other Ghanaians who would uh, gone into that role. Yeah, um, in a group with Portugal, Uruguay, and uh, South Korea, I, I think that's a group they can finish second in. Yeah, I, well, although Portugal's not an easy group to finish second in for sure. I think in that one, weirdly, the one that is going to face some interesting times ahead. And not, I don't really want to get into the whole Ronaldo thing, but there's definitely, if you've seen some of the interaction between him and Bruno Fernandes, you know, two key players in there. If they're like that for the photo ops, how are they mm. going to be on the pitch? You know, there's only so much professionalism you can show, I think. Um, but that we'll, could we'll, be fun. See them, be fun. watch them ex- explode at the World Cup or something. It will make them very fragile. I think if they start losing, you know, and you've got two yeah. quite instrumental players who are not talking to one another or not engaging, then yeah, that's yeah. They say Ghana could could get an upset, and it would be good to see because you don't you rarely see sort of African teams get past the you know sort of yeah the they round do of seem sixteen. To, yeah, um, obviously we'll have to see who they get drawn in the next round. I haven't actually looked at how the knockouts are organised. Really should, um, but. <laughs> I, I've got plenty of time. There's loads of time for it. Absolutely. Um, we have also got uh, Papi Mendy, as we called up for Senegal. Senegal, Senegal I think, have got quite an easy group. Senegal, hey. yeah. And with Qatar and the Netherlands, uh, Senegal could find their way through quite easily. I, the Netherlands have been a bit hit and miss. Qatar, yeah. I don't want to be mean to Qatar, but I've never seen them play ever. I don't. Ever, I, I don't see them progressing, to be honest. I don't see them scoring a goal. If Sen- if, yeah, I think they'll, I'd be surprised if Qatar topped the group. But I, yeah, Senegal, could, if they can pip one against Ecuador and or the Netherlands, mm. even do a couple draws between them, or something, they've got three matches. If they can, like I said, do some damage against Ecuador and Netherlands and then win over Qatar convincingly, yeah, I, yep. think, I think that's doable for Senegal. I mean, that Senegal team's looking pretty solid. I mean, mm. you know, obviously you've got Mendy there. Um, Mane is EMR is is it's been named in the squad, so we'll have to see. Um, but yeah, quite a strong African side. Um, like I said, fingers crossed for them. Hopefully they do do that. Um, though in our Discord work group, I have the Netherlands, so I'm going to have to. Oh yeah, try to yeah. Cross fingers for them as well. Your um, come on. I'm still not entirely sure how Maury managed to bag himself Belgium, i.e. the organizer. We know oh, you, 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 you think you think it was rigged. I think that's uh, I think that's slander, and I um I'm going to leave it in just in case. Fantastic. <laughs> live or, or I'll cut it and add it to my um folder of blackmail material. No, I'm kidding. I don't have. That. Oh, that's, God, that's a huge folder. I mean, um, you. We have Danny Ward called up for Wales. No particular surprise there. I imagine no. he'll start over Wayne Hennessy. Oh, yeah, when well, Wayne Hennessy's been warming the bench on a champion I, I would hope so I think it, that would be a massive blow to Ward if somehow he didn't get into the number one position I, I think it'll be Ward I'd be very surprised otherwise yeah I know Hennessy kind of took his place when the last break but Ward was going through a bad patch but obviously has done since and that they're in a group with England Iran and USA that's, that's one of those groups it's not an easy group it's a bit of a wild group as well three English speaking countries as well there's yes. a you know, yeah. I, Iran has a bit of an unspoken advantage in the fact that they they could probably talk tactics and not. Mm. Well, I'm not sure but, that'll help them. Uh, but yeah. Wales, um, oh, they Wales were the team I got in the um, in the sweepstakes. So I, I want to see them win. I want to see them finish second in the group behind England. I'm surprised. Um, 
having a debate at the moment because I sort of read something about the, a lot of the fans want to be known as Kimru as opposed to Wales being. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, France Kimri. Kimri, sorry, thank you yeah, for yeah. very much. I got all hooked on phonics with it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I actually lived in Wales until I was about five or six, so I had some lessons, but don't remember any of it really. I lived in Pontypris. I used to talk like this. I did. <laughs> and if we, we've. It's a lovely accent in short doses. Um, <laughs> I um, yeah. You're not a Rob Brydon fan. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Danny Ward, I, I imagine he'll play for Wales. And um, a lot of people seem to say, you know, Wales are one of those teams. Like, don't underestimate them. They could go a long way. I think there are quite a few people who sort of... Because I've also been seeing people say, don't underestimate the USA. There's like, there seems to be people saying USA and Wales are the two to go through from our group. I'm I, not convinced that will happen. I imagine it'll be England and the USA going through. Ooh, see, I don't know. The US, I think, have been not as coherent as Wales have. I think Wales, especially with Gareth Bale, who's just been that game changer. You know, I mean, he's just mm. won the MLS Cup out in the States um, with, um, I forgot the team, but he's won the MLS Cup. Um, with the team, and yeah, I, I don't know. I think Wales, I think Wales could be in. You've got some really strong characters. You've got him. You've got Ben Davies. You've got um, uh, Ward, obviously in goal. Um, Daniel James. Yeah, you've got. It, it, it's not. A, it's not a. You know, push over side. I think they'd be better. I think you, the US. I can. I don't, I don't know if there's any US fans listening. Don't take it. I just can't think of any major names besides Pulisic, and he's not been playing that much. I mean, well, he has now, but he. He's kind yeah. of been overshadowed at uh, Chelsea. But so, I, think I don't know. It's fair to say in that group, there's three teams who probably deserve a spot in the last 16. Yeah, but only two can go through. But yeah, it, I think yeah. Iran will be the banana skin. I think if Iran can trip up someone, that'll be it. Or And then obviously yeah. the US-Wales game, I think will be quite critical. I think who wins that could be a decider. Yeah, um, although I'm, I'm, I don't know. I just have this constant pessimism about England still. I think I remember last time we played the USA in a World Cup. You there's no way you remember that. It was what two thousand and two was it? I remember that. I honestly can't recall. I feel like I should because I would have been in the states. I don't know if maybe I've repressed it out of my mind. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I'm not. I don't know. I'm not overly. I don't. I think the US. I think if I'm going to choose, I think it'll be England Wales, and that might be just me being full. British, you know, support, but I, I, those would be my two to go through. I think the US, and it's not that they don't have individual talent. I just, I just don't convince me as a team. Hmm. And they, and they, and also like Wales have been cutting their teeth against European heavyweights, where the only real competition the US has had is like Mexico, and like you know, Mexico womp them and Canada. Canada's got some strong... Again, Canada's quite similar to the US because there's some strong players in it, but generally as a team, not overly convinced, but obviously make it. But um, yeah, I don't know. I My, my pegs would be England-Wales, but obviously the big news around England is Madison did get in yeah. after a lot, of, a lot of worry and a lot of murmuring and campaigning from, you know, from the Twitterverse and... Uh, journalist, I mean, every every pundit, I think, basically I said he should go or he won't. Including us, we should say. Hmm. <laughs> it was we were definitely part of that part of that voice. A little bit. Um, um, we I'm should, not saying we I got it tattooed on my chest or anything. We shouldn't be acknowledging anyone else. We should be taking all the credit. Um, 
<laughs> oh, just for what it's worth, uh, England and the USA were in the same group together at the 2010 World Cup. And it was a one-all draw. And I think it was Paul Robinson was in goal and a back pass to him just hit a divot right before his foot and straight over his foot and into the goal for the USA goal. All right. And it was yes. very embarrassing because all the press at the time was very, <laughs> USA think they're playing football against us. We're going to show them how football works. <laughs> and then they topped the group ahead of us. Right. <laughs> well, but, yeah. but yes, we've got Madison is in the England squad. Um, I have a sneaking suspicion he won't be starting many games. I, I think sh- he'd have had a number from, like, he'd had the number 10 shirt or the number 8 shirt yeah, if he was I- starting a lot of games. Well, I mean, he will be new to the, the squad as a whole, but you never say never. But he, I think, if I ran or something, play a low block, I think mm. we'll see him come out. I mean, that's because that's what Southgate said is that he has different players with different things. And basically, yeah, he wants Madison to do what he does for us. And I mean, if you remember pre Madison, we used to, sh- if anyone did a low block, it was just guaranteed a nil nil or one nil yeah, yeah. flash grab. I mean, it, he's, got that, he's got that ability to make something happen when a team are defending deep because also he can you know he can shoot from outside of the area pretty well you know well enough that the low block has to push up a bit to pressure him and create some space or he's got that ability to do something tricky and make himself some space or make someone else some space i imagine he'll be like a regular sub or maybe that's me being optimistic um i don't think he'll sit there as a bench warmer the entire time but i I think if there's fans out there hoping to see Madison play a lot of games for England and spend a lot of time on pitch for England, I think they'll be disappointed. I also think, and I don't know if... So if you remember the 2016 World Cup, we played our entire B team against Belgium's entire B team, and what was supposed to be the heavyweight game of the group ended up being the fucking ball. I don't know if we'll see a repeat of that where like, oh, yay, we've scored, fuck, we've got... you know, I can't remember who it was, but basically neither of us wanted the other guy in the yeah. group oh, sorry in the in the round of 16 so we tactically kind of were like oh we took a hit oh no but we played on i think if we can do that i think the usa game we could end up playing doing something similar i kind of hope not but i guess it's there's some strategic smarts there and southgate shown that yeah I, mean, I don't know obviously we'll dive a mystic ball in front of me but it's going to be interesting to see how that unfurls and if you do if you do do that then madison will get a a full start, I suspect. Yeah, probably. So, yeah, it was saying if we're, um, if we're already qualified to the next stage, I guess Absolutely. in that final game. Um, I, I do also think I'd like to see the Wilson Madison link up. Matt Wilson is a very similar striker to Vardy and Daka, so he will know, he will see those runs, and Wilson will be able to act on those. So yeah. I think that would be an last, interesting dynamic. Our last group game is against Wales. Oh, is it Wales? Yes, it's Wales on the weekend. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I have a friend coming over from the States, and I'm so fixated <laughs> on that match. That I, if it's for me, it's become like this big, big match. So, so against Wales, yeah, maybe he'll do. And uh, he might even play for the tactical reason. You shoot, you shoot, you you do free uh, free kick practice against Ward, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm, you know. <laughs> but then Ward also would have, you know, Ward could say the same thing around. So, you know, it's probably silly to kind of mention that. But yeah, no, it's really exciting to see him up. You know, it's the first time... We've had a Leicester player in the side for a while since, you know, like it was, we sadly did mentioned Vardy Jeff play at, Did Vardy play at the World Cup? He did. He played yeah. in 2016. He was basically the backup striker. And I want to say he played in the Euros before that. 
2016. Yes, maybe. Yeah, and he. Um, I mean, we I have had 2016. It's 2018 World Cup. I do apologize. Yeah. It was 2016 Euros, but he was also in that. We we have had uh, players. I think. Yeah, it's been a while. I think. You know, going back before then, our last player in a World Cup squad was possibly Gordon Banks. No. Possibly. Who else uh, would have been? I don't know. But I just or can't for, be for England. Sorry, last England player. Oh right. Um, was Gordon Banks. Um, wow. I mean, cool. that'd be massive. That'd be a big accolade that Madison will definitely, will definitely <laughs> t- like to take. I imagine. Um, yeah, no, because um, Vardy scored in the Euros. And he did that did that hit trick heel with the old incident against Germany, which is one of my favourite England goals. Yeah, but yeah. Gordon Banks was the England goalkeeper in '66. Um, yep. Yeah, um, famously. And, and Leicester City goalkeeper as well. At the same time, just yes. a little bit of uh, putting that out there for anyone. <laughs> and, then, and, then we, and then we gave England Peter Shilton. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because when we we sold Gordon Banks, I was like, what the hell? Why are you selling Gordon Banks? Greatest goalkeeper ever. Well, we've got this youth goalkeeper who's pretty good. He's called Peter Shelton. <laughs> he still lingers around the club. Actually, I've not seen him for a while, but he used to be like, honestly, every time I used to go to a game, he used to be around. He was yeah. a bit like um, Birch. Birch. I've not seen Birch around, but I think he's retired now, really. We got into a debate recently as well, actually, talking about Gordon Banks. For me, he's made the best save I've ever seen a goalkeeper make. Really? It was the one in, I think, I want to say 1970 against Pele. When oh. Pele thought he'd scored... Gordon Banks heard the crowd cheer and thought Pele had scored, but he just managed to put it off the post. Put it not off the post, around the post. Yes, no. You it, know the one. I know everyone knows that one. Yeah, no, I, I don't know why I even had to scratch my head on that one. I should have just thought the yes, it's smashing, smashing a save. Absolutely. But yeah, um, it's, then I guess the debate, the only question mark around England was Barnes wasn't even in a provisional, allegedly. Um, that yeah, surprises me. I am not as surprised because I think for as talented as Barnes is I do feel he's a bit too one-dimensional for Southgate squad Southgate style you know he's he's he'll make those attacks up the wing if you need to play a different style he doesn't he's not the most versatile player in that regard and also the way he plays isn't really the way Southgate's England play no so as talented as he is hmm I do very much understand why he wouldn't be in the squad. Do you know who I think will be? If I think will be in a chance for the Euros. Not to, again to jump ahead of myself. Uh-huh. Yeah, so Dewsbury Hall. I mean, if yeah, there's a man. 2024 who, Euros, yeah. I think he, you know, I'm going to call it now. If he if he maintains the way he is, mm-hmm. I, just, I think he, he, he very much fits Southgate's model. Yeah. And he, yeah. he adds that bit extra creativity. He, he's a bit. Like I said before, some people kind of compare Madison and Graylish. I actually would compare Dewsbury Hall and Graylish. I think they're very, very similar players, enter the same space, just create the same sort of chances. Mm-hmm. I just think um, Dewsbury Hall um, knows how to stay on his feet. Yeah, yeah. He, and he's got a bit of fight to him, doesn't he, Dewsbury Hall? He's very like. feisty. I love it. He's, he's been one of my favorite players to watch recently. He's been very good. I've, I've enjoyed I've personally enjoyed it. He's a bit old school, really, actually, the way he is. But Yeah, he is very old school. I've seen this... this commented on that he's old school that you know also old school to the point of he wears black boots yes he does he like the players used yeah. to in the 90s <laughs> oh god that makes me before feel all these fancy brightly colored boots came about because apparently they they confuse your opponent when you're dribbling oh no, not even on. kidding that's the reason actually there's one comment i makes i love madison but he 
he's such a tart, and he, I mean, everyone rocked yeah. up in fucking England, <laughs> England shirt. You know, all these England, you know, training kits and sort of regular trainers and the rucksack. Was he yeah. turned up in like designer shoes, the fucking bowler cap? He looked like he was going to watch him like live. <laughs> you know, God bless him. He, obviously, he was quite excited, but he, he, he was very um, different uh, compared to some of the others who came up. But I think that's good. I think that kind of shows. He, is yeah. kind of, he, he just kind of, I think that that's just him. He's just a creative, energetic kind of guy. I remember my first day, like my first proper job out of uni, I, I showed up wearing a shirt. And everyone else was wearing just like a t-shirt and jeans. I was like, ah, fair enough. <laughs> and they did tease me for being a bit overdressed. And I don't. I um, turned up for the first job I ever did as a project manager. Yeah. So like, I've been, so I used to work in the city. Then I found a job out, um, uh, you know, in Bedfordshire and, it was, mm. you know, but it was a big deal for me, and you know, it was me as a full project manager, not a junior who got lumped with project management stuff or anything like that. Like a full-on, fully responsible. That, and I, I came in, I kid you not, in a three-piece, you know, pinstripe, blue suit, mm. you know, um, with dress shoes, the whole nine yards, and I got called the king taxman. <laughs> <laughs> I. I was very, very. Uh, I, I very much stood out compared to my peers at the time. I, I very much changed that quickly. So yeah. I, even though CTO was like, just go home and get dressed at lunch, and I did actually because I was I wasn't miles away. I was actually quite close. So but I was a bit of a oh. I uh, we we've introduced shirts day for Thursday, where everyone wears a shirt and um. um I'd go to like full Hawaiian just for the love. For all laugh. the Italians come in looking so smartly dressed. It's it's unfair. Um, but we should get back to the World Cup squads because there's three players we haven't talked about, but mm. one team we haven't talked about. Um, Vout Faze, Timothy Castagna, and Yuri Tielemans have all been called up to the Belgian squad. Yeah, we are. We are. We are to Belgium as Wolves are to Portugal, aren't we? Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> we really are. Um, I don't know if it's the OH Leuven connection. Is it just because we've brought in Tielemans and everyone's followed suit? Because since Tielemans joined, we just seem to be getting a carousel of that. Um, yeah, Talented the only one Belgian to... players. Yeah, yeah. The, it's a shame because Pratt. I do think Pratt is good. I just think he has a hard time breaking into this team. I think if he was in yeah another team, a comparable team that needed the space, he'd easily walk into it. It's very competitive in the areas he wants to get into. But yeah, more to yeah. the point. What phase? Well, that's brilliant for him. I mean, he went from being in League One, kind of being, you know, on the, you know, yeah, I think was it the under twenty ones or the under twenty threes? I can't remember. Um, what the youth team, and then coming into England and then going to the World Cup. I mean, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. now obviously become a cult hero for us. Yeah, fantastic yes. for him. Yeah, I mean, he he got singled out for praise as well. Match of the day again, because <laughs> you know he is immense in defence for us. As an organizer, Ooh. as well as with his activities, uh, Castagna obviously he had his World Cup cut short, or was it his Euros cut short? Wasn't it? By uh, Castagna uh, took the injury to the eye, yeah, and had to go. Yeah, yeah so that he, he was really bad, and yeah, he and, had to wear the Zorro mask for a short while, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. and Yuri Tielemans is he's often kind of comes off the bench. I feel for Belgium, doesn't he? He's he's, he's, quite he's a, having a hard time displacing De Bruyne, who is is natural, who is very good, yeah, and he's still good. Even you know, everyone thought oh, was he kind of in his twilight years, and he's still pulling out the stops. Belgium are a bit of a funny team, so obviously. Oh, we've got a lot of talented players. We've got them there. That you know, two mm. of them are FA Cup winners with us. Um, but yep. Belgium just cannot seem to win. I mean, Belgium, I, I, they, they've been favourites for ages to to win something, Nations League, yes. Euro, and 
now now they come to the world cup and it feels like this is the last chance for their sort of golden generation or their current yes. golden generation to really win something um other than like a third place medal and it's just weird you just think you look at that squad on paper and like that should be doing a lot better than it is and for whatever reason i don't know what it is it doesn't feel like choking it doesn't feel like what england does where we kind of implode it just seems to be like mm. that just didn't come off of you did it you just the gods were against you that day or the wind was in the going in the wrong direction i don't know it's a strange one but hopefully they, they create a good account for themselves um obviously gonna be a massive experience and telemans obviously be looking to uh i do think he's looking to to oust um uh, de bruyne and that, and that only kind of works in our favor but um yeah yeah it'll be interesting to see yeah, um, and hopefully Tiedemann's apparently we're still talking to him about a contract extension. I hopefully think we, we can get it. Even if he doesn't stay, it'll at least mean we can get a transfer fee for him. Because I'd hate to see him leave on a free. I, yeah, well, he kind of keeps going. And I think on a free, he'll be picked up, scooped up. But no one is willing to pay the money for him, which is interesting. I don't know what it is. I don't know. If, because one of the model we have as well when we select players like James Madison coming to us and because I think Madison had our bigger teams knocking at the door when we signed him mm. you know well you know I say bigger team you know I mean like you know teams that with yeah, more yeah. money and weight but he wants to play and so does Tielemans they yeah. stay here they're playing they go elsewhere oh yeah yeah they could fade into obscurity very quickly if they don't fade into being on the bench if that you know, or even then, I mean, Maguire at some point didn't even get you. Know, Maguire record signing for a centre back in England, um, yeah, or just in the world, I think you know, or, or I don't know, Van Dyke pips that, but you know, one of the most expensive players can't even get off the bench. Yeah. I, and you know, it's it's a cruel world up in the top six, and it, yeah, I do hope Maguire has a good World Cup because I I have a lot of fondness for him. I know there's like, a lot of people who hate on him. And I think it's unfair, generally, most of the time. Yeah, and I don't I, I want to see him having a good time. No, I quite like I, Slabby. And I, I hate the fact that yeah. they got rid of Slabby as a name. I think I think once they got rid of that and he thought he was too big for his boots, that is where some of the problems came in. But, yeah, no, um, I, yeah, I want Slabby to do well. Um, I think he'd be... And like yeah. I said, you know, kind of going back to if he if he came back and he got revitalized and kind of came back to a similar form he was when he was with us, hell yeah, yeah. I'd have him. Him and what phasing in the box? Oh, I'll tell you what, they'd start, shut the fuck up about penalties shortly after that, wouldn't they? Yeah, corners especially as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Maguire, I mean, he, for us in corners, he was immense, wasn't he? I mean, yeah. But yeah, We'd I don't know. score a lot more of them as well. Oh yeah, I mean he just gets face to it and he go in. Especially, could you imagine Madison to Maguire every time? In fact, that might hopefully turns out for England. He might go. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be fun. I um, think. Yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. He Maguire does make easy work of getting to those balls, doesn't he? Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. World Cup kicks off what this week now, doesn't it? I think first game is not this far weekend. away. I can't remember. Yeah. It is Qatar kicks us off against Ecuador it's I on say. Sunday. It kicks off. England's first match is on Monday afternoon. Yeah, so you, you're going to want to have that long lunch. You just want to mark that in your <laughs> calendars for those who are, who have the luxury of being able to do that. Um, Actually, that Monday, a lot of Leicester City teams are playing. Um, so England are playing, Senegal are playing, and Wales are all playing Monday. Yeah, I think yeah, the, the group games will all be similar times, won't they? But yeah, oh, it's four games a day. Dear work, my work. <laughs> I think just talking to somebody who works in IT, I'd imagine the network guys are going to be quite annoyed again this year. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
I guess the only other comment is Iverson, you know, the sort of Danish thing. So for us, obviously, Danes, Schmeichel and that, um, you know, he's yeah. been a regular. For us not have a Dane in the squad, you know, in, in you know, it's Danish international almost feels a bit, a bit alien at the minute. But Iverson, obviously not, you know, he yeah. got in, didn't he? And then he's just not so recently. Yeah, Iverson, yeah, has previously been in the squad. I wonder if previously he's been in the squad because I mean, nobody's been watching him play for, like, the... Maybe maybe he got in the squad on the base of Schmeichel saying, just might as well bring him along. And now Schmeichel's maybe. not here telling him, maybe. I well, don't he know, was having a good time on loan, wasn't he? But maybe it was a bit of yeah. a combination of the two. Obviously, Schmeichel will have a lot of weight when he, um, with that. Yeah. And Vestergaard. Yeah. I mean, Vestergaard we're played not, himself, didn't he? We're not that surprised Vestergaard's not in the squad anymore. No. Um, you can't barely handle the bloody children. I just, I just annoys me so much. Such a yeah. waste of a squad well, position. Shall we quickly move out on that? <laughs> yeah, sorry, get too much into that. <laughs> I'll just into my anger again. Yeah, so gonna... yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair, I'm. Not... We've got a women's super league match, uh, which is West Ham away this weekend. Yeah, so West Ham. Yeah, um, you know, the women obviously we're still looking for that win. Just looking for a point would be good. Still looking for yeah, still looking for goals really. Um, yeah, we've only got Monday one at three o'clock. It is. It's on the road against West Ham. I this well, we the new manager. He's got a chance now to to you know show himself and you know see what he's done. He's had quite a long time now with with the with the with, with these women, and we'll have to see if he can turn them around and make them into a, a fighting force. I hope. I you know Willie Kirk is going to really have to pull out the bag. Otherwise, yeah, I, yeah. This is in many. In like real terms, this is his first game in charge. I know technically the last game was yes, but um, it's quite. This a is the one he's actually had time against. Yeah. yeah, well, this is the one he's actually had time to train the t- with the team, and you know work on what he wants to do. Because last time he came in, what a day before the game. If that, yeah, I mean, it's, he would have yeah. he would have told them what the game plan is, and would it? Like I said, we looked. I just hope he doesn't go all defenders again. That kind of we need. We need O'Brien, you know, Brian and O'Brien, um, and Flynn, and we need attackers. Maybe if Kane's better, I don't know. Yeah. We need attackers. We I do not some... want to see nine defenders on the pitch again. We need some clinical finishing up front. Um, get yeah, O'Brien. We... If get O'Brien's providing service to Flynn, if we can do that and go straight down the middle, I mean, we could be laughing. Yeah, we we just we just need something to happen for this team. Um, West Ham have been having a half decent season, not an amazing one. Um, we we might, to be fair, have a decent chance of scoring against them because they've not exactly been setting the WSL alight. No, uh, they they their... they haven't had a clean sheet since Everton. Yeah, and um, have you did you spot how many goals they conceded in their last WSL game? I oh yeah yeah so they're five. It was a bit of a thriller, and that was after Brighton sacked their manager. So they've now had to. Uh, to teams of you know the new manager bounce and hopefully that new manager bounce does come. Uh, like I said, <laughs> yes, um, but but yeah, yeah, they conceded five goals in their last game, five four yeah. loss for them. And giving our run of games, we've got them Chelsea in the league at least, Liverpool and then Man City. Yeah. We, if we if we're going to pick up a point, we need to do it probably now. Liverpool mm. might be a chance, but they seem to have really strengthened. They've they've got into the women's super league and they let's be quite honest, they've had a better debut season than we did. So yeah. they clearly well, got ability and strength there. And we need to we, we kinda need to get our act together on this one, I think. 
Yeah. Yeah, I uh, yes. I I am more and more suspecting that we're going to go down this, which would be a yeah. shame. Bad time to do it with the money coming into the WSL at the moment. We said we might be saved by them expanding it again, but we'll have to see. Um, but yeah, West Ham, you know, the next game where we could pick up points is, you know, actually the the 15th of Jan, which I may I may be a, a, a daddy again. So yeah, Ooh, um, nice Brighton. Place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Villa, Everton. There might be a spurt of games we might pick up points and Reading. So Everton, Villa and Reading through March mm. and April, we might hopefully have on these teams. If we can get on average, if we can get twelve points, that typically seems to save people from relegation in, in the women's super league. But we'll have to see. Because obviously yeah, we have to beat we have to beat Reading at home or I mean if we don't, I mean that was just seal it. I'm struggling to see where those twelve points come from. To be honest, at this point, it, um, it, if, if if you know, if I had to be betting money, it has to be us hosting Everton, Villa on the road, Reading at home, maybe West Ham at home, Liverpool at home, or even Brighton. It, it, it's possible. It's just I'm it not overly. Just, I'm with you, though. I'm not overly convinced. It's, it doesn't feel very likely, does it? It doesn't. Um, do we want to do a score prediction for this one? I never feel I. I can give decent score predictions for to be fair it's not like I've been doing good score predictions for the men's game either but um, I'm going to go I'm going to go with a, I'm going to go with like a 3 due to West Ham I don't want to say that but I feel it's going to be a, like I think it's cause they seem to be really open West Ham whatever they seem to be able to score but they can just not seem to maintain but hopefully I said Willie Cook he does seem we'll to, to sorry you reckon we'll get to I think we need to keep a clean sheet at some point as well that would be nice. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go three two. That was kind of my gut instinct. I'm going to run with it. Three two to All West right. Ham. Uh, I'm probably going to say two one West Ham. I think I'd advance a bit better than that, and I give us one goal because I just really want us to score a goal. Yeah, and that I mean that's 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 not a great thing to have to be saying about your team, is it? I wish they just score. Yeah. Even you know, I don't care if you win, just score. Just just get claw one back. You know, just yeah, a consolation if nothing else. It's because yeah, it, the goal difference is looking. Rather tragic I mean, at the moment. We've had moments that look promising. We've just not been clinical enough. Um, but I think that's just about going to wrap it up for this week. Yeah, I think that's it. And then obviously we need to probably consider what we're going to do. Um, but like I said, if anyone's got any suggestions, any listeners, yeah. give a comment on on the post on Reddit or reach us on Discord. Um, I'll probably yeah. put out more direct feeler. But yeah, if you want I, us to I have do some, yeah. I do have some ideas. We could. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll obviously have some whatever happens at World Cup about our players to talk about we'll have the women's super league game from sunday to review um, i'm sure we'll find something else so i'm gonna look around I, I have a few ideas to talk about other sports in leicester uh, for those who don't follow um, them as closely it might be interesting to see here how they're going so maybe we can find someone who knows about those I have a vague interest in the riders, but yeah, I am. Um, yeah, we probably yeah. find someone. Riders being the basketball team for those yes. who didn't know what those were. Um, I had to Google the first time I looked. Yes, but less. They just won, didn't they? They're, they're, we've got yeah. serial winners. They won the title last season in the BBL. Yeah, they did. They won the title. So did Leicester Tigers. They won the title. Leicester Tigers had a poor game at the weekend. But um, enough said about that. <laughs> Thank yeah. you very much for joining me this week. Uh, thank you. It's always a pleasure. And uh, we'll be back with you next week, everyone. Ta-ra! Cheers, everyone.
row today. You did, like an old northern pensioner. Come on, Chuck. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license. Find this license at creativecommons.org forward slash licenses forward slash by spelled by forward slash 4.0. Today's creativecommons.org forward slash licenses forward slash by forward slash 4.0. It also uses Riptide by Kevin McLeod. You can find that at incompetech.com. It's licensed under a Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license. I heard that URL earlier. It also uses Elf Meditation, also by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. That music is licensed under the Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license.